touch it, touch it, touch it live. Inspiration. Inspiration. 92.3. Nice. Yeah. It's one o'clock. Inspiration. 92.3 FM. Always know this. It's all about the quality of life and finding a happy balance between work and friends and family. Philip Green. Inspiration. Inspiration. 92.3 FM. to wellness, spirituality, mindset, nutrition, lifestyle, and environment. And we say wellness truly is a gift. It's our starting point. It's a gift from our Father in heaven to all of us, his children. As we take this earthly physical journey, he desires for us to have a tunic, a body, a physical component that works well for us. Now, in his perfect design, there's no starting point or ending point. Things just transition from one phase to the other. And so we have what we call the, the cycles or the circles of life. You're, you're birth, you're born, you grow into young adulthood, and then, hmm, no, from birth to infancy, childhood, Adolescence, um, teenager, somewhere in there is teenager. Then young, young adulthood, uh, middle age, older age, you know, mature wisdom, then you transition and the cycle continues. And you know, African culture is just awesome. We have all these stories of, of how they'll say, huh, this one is a um, return of that's one that came before before or this is the one to replace me after I transition out that's a topic for us to discuss really African culture what we knew what we know about reincarnation or transition how we saw it historically ancestrally and how we're to unfold it and understand it and respect it in today's contemporary society I love when we say transition you don't die in African culture you transition anyway that's not why we're here today today we're going to talk about nutrition in pregnancy. And we have our resident expert, pediatric nutritionist, to journey with us as we explore this nutrition in pregnancy. Guys, you know, we take it for granted. But again, if you look at ancient African cultures or read books where they go into our history, it's done. There's Deliberate preparation. Deliberate preparation. So, Ayo Ogunye, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Dr. Jerry. Delighted to have you back. Very glad to be here. All right. Where do we start with this? It's a kind of a large topical mm-hmm. nutrition in pregnancy. 
Well, let's start with the general. What's the general idea or behavior here locally regarding a woman going becoming pregnant and her nutrition? Are we paying attention to it? It's just you know continuing as you were doing. Is there a deliberate attempt to address it? Well, currently, we. If you are a young lady or older woman or whatever stage of life that you are, whether you are just married or you're about to have another child, it's very important that you do take this into consideration. Your diet before um, um, conception has to change. And I do know that we do have some sort of level of understanding because we go to our doctors and we are told, okay, you need this, you need that, you need such vitamin, you need folate etc and people do follow the advice but we but there needs to also be an understanding that there is more and it's not just a one-off appointment with your doctor but it's supposed to be a continual follow-up with your prenatal or your or your nutritionist while you are pregnant lots of questions come to mind several different ones ranging from weight gain in pregnancy to water intake in pregnancy to cravings in pregnancy let's start with the basic Water. Mm-hmm. How much water is person to consume when they are carrying belly? So, as you are pregnant, you will still need the same amount of water as you would need while you are healthy and young. So, if you are not someone taking up to 2.4 liters of water a day, at least that's the minimum, you need to increase your intake to that. 2.4 to 3 liters a day. So, remembering you are consuming for two. Well, maybe one and a half, or 1.1. <laughs> okay. The weight gain in pregnancy, what, what's the recommendation? What are the expectations of weight gain? So weight gain is dependent on how much you weighed before. So if you're a smaller woman, you're more likely to gain more pounds because why? You're going to add more water weight. You're going to be carrying an extra child. But if you're more on a BMI, sorry, more on a normal BMI, you're probably going to gain about 5 kg more. That's if you have only one child. If you have multiple children, that's a different story. But this, we're just talking about one child. But if you're in a regular BMI, you're going to gain about 5 kg, 6 kg, 7 kg. And then as you are bigger and bigger, you tend to gain less, pa- sorry, gain less kg. Okay. You mentioned a topic I love to talk about. That's Niger is the twin capital of the world. Twins. Okay. Being undernourished or being malnourished, what is it? Should one get pregnant? And are there certain clues to that knowing you're malnourished? Often we think of people who are very slim or who are having kwashoko as malnourishment, but today we see different kinds of contemporary malnourishment. What are some of the signals a woman should be concerned about being malnourished? before they go into pregnancy. One of the things that you should all you should look at is first of all how is your gut how is your gut health and one way that shows up or comes up is how do you digest food? Are you suffering from some sort of ulcer, constipation, some sort of gastric issues or um, gut issue? That's very very important. That's the first place you look at. And then next, if there are other things Look at the color of your eyes, knowing how your liver is functioning. You can also go into a hospital to get a nutrient analysis that will also pick up things that we can't see with the eyes. Are you going outside in the sun? 
how what is what reactions are coming up on your skin those sorts of things you have to look at yourself and look do i feel healthy do i feel well do i feel like as if something is off all right now there are women who are overweight and truly we know that they are also malnourished what advice would you give them if they're overweight and they're desiring pregnancy or to come to you for advice because now they're pregnant okay so as doctor did mention just because you are big that doesn't mean you could be malnourished and be on the big side so firstly what we'd have to do is look at your diet what are you consuming are you consuming foods that are going to take away from your nutrient supply are you consuming foods that don't give you any sort of nourishment actual nourishment aside satiating your hunger we have to look at your diet and then we have to also look at the weight as well because weights because even though you do want to get pregnant the body should be prepared for pregnancy it's not it shouldn't be a random act but and um it's something you should prepare for so we will look at your diet look at what needs to be done change look at your lifestyle as a whole and see where we can tweak and change and make sure that your body is at the optimal level for conception and to bring a healthy baby what if there is the concern of cravings prior to pregnancy someone is always craving whether it's chocolate or it's certain kinds of foods prior to pregnancy or they say they are addicted to rice or sugar or something how would you address that okay so cravings are actually your body trying to tell you what it needs so for example when people say they are craving all these interesting things like sand it's usually related to i think a calcium deficiency i'm not sure chocolate is usually magnesium that means your body needs some more magnesium if you're if you are craving rice sugar heavily that's yeast yeast overpopulation in your gut so you now need to take the required steps to reverse that so any craving you have is linked to a deficiency in the body all right nutrition in pregnancy i'm overweight i'm pregnant and i want to lose weight well this is very interesting because <laughs> at this point what you first need to do is make sure that you're eating a well-balanced diet that is more important than the weight loss you want to lose at this point because we're thinking more of the fetus now and what she what it needs so if you're eating a, um, a diet rich in plant-based foods rich in lots of Lots of fruits, lots of vegetables, lots of our African native foods, no processed foods, none of those sorts of things. One, you're going to nourish the baby and two, you would have drastically reduced your regular caloric intake. But what we are focusing on during this time is your fetus's nutrition. And as we tackle that with whole foods, whole foods given to us from God, then we may see the weight drop. Ultimately, what we're focused on is making sure that the fetus is healthy, comes out healthy. Right now, we're just coming out of the Ramadan season, the Easter, the lengthening and Easter season. And a lot of folks do fasting. They do, I mean, up to 40 days. Mm. If one is pregnant, should one participate in these fasting seasons or should one not? How would you guide lady who's pregnant ideally no please do not 
engage in these fastings. And the reason is because you don't want your blood glucose to drop. You're also manufacturing another human being. So you do need your energy. You do need nutrients going on to the child. You also don't want any dehydration. You don't want to put in, um, you as a mom in a position where you are in a place where you're more likely to faint. You're more likely to suffer or more likely to feel lightheaded, faint, and just put your, um, your fetus in a position where they are unable to get the nutrients that they need for their development. All right. Let's come back to the obese picture. Prior to getting pregnant, I was doing one of these di- diets, the Cambridge diet, the keto- ketogenic diet. What's your guidance? Well, my own professional opinion is best that you're not in any sort of restrictive diet except the food is causing you some sort of allergy, illness. It's best that you're eating from a wide range of sources that are whole. They, are, they come from God, not processed foods. So it's best that you're eating a wide variety of different foods. And maybe after um, pregnancy, after breastfeeding, you can go back to those diets. But right now, as you are pregnant, please make sure you're eating a wide variety of food and no restrictive diets at this point, except the food is causing you some sort of allergy or causing causing some sort of illness in you. You said no restrictive diets. In the event I had health issues, let's asthma, diabetes, high blood pressure, prior to getting pregnant, mm-hmm. and then I began a let's say let's say a vegan diet where I don't eat anything from an animal source whatsoever, mm-hmm. and that has caused me to feel much better, my chronic ailments to minimize or even disappear. Can I continue that since it's has worked for me all these years prior to being pregnant, and now that I'm pregnant? Well, so in the case of a vegan diet, because that is more plant-based and also from what I would understand in this kind of case for the sort of person is that you would also have to have certain supplementations to make sure that you're getting all the other nutrients that you would need that are excluded from the vegan diet. All right. Let's come to that topic we left earlier. Multiple pregnancies. Twins, triplets, what should such a mother, what should such parents take note of when mommy is carrying multiple times two times three? What do you mean take note of? In, nutritionally, if I have twins on the way, I do, mm-hmm. or triplets, or quadruplets, nutritionally, should I be eating four times as much, twice as much? <laughs> no. <laughs> So the saying that you're eating for two is not true. So you need, for every child, you need an extra 300 calories. And 300 calories is equivalent of maybe half or a full small avocado. So you wouldn't be eating for four, but you would require more calories than you would normally need. And of course, your body will also tell you because you require energy to develop four children inside of you. Okay. All right. So, newly pregnant in the first month of pregnancy. That, you know, that big medical term, hypermesis gravidarum, something like that. I'm throwing up a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I come to you for advice. Now, as you come to us, it's best that we do 
find a way to keep the nausea down and the vomiting so for moms it's very important you're taking things with ginger lots of ginger teas ginger is really good at calming down the nausea and if that's not enough but it's best to please go to your doctor to give you and to guide you in the right um, direction okay folks we always preach on the wellness staff hour to go for that annual thorough medical check before you get pregnant and definitely once you know that you're pregnant connect with your team your gynecologist team which we hope includes a nutritionist if not seek one that you can affiliate with and get some guidance too also and hopefully you'll be on the same alignment of nutritional advice as well as your gynecologist all right sometimes women who are pregnant will ask what's the appropriate weight to gain during the pregnancy journey so like i said it's dependent on how many children you have but for one child about five six seven kg will be the weight gain and it's also dependent on many other factors but typically five to seven kg you will see that amount of weight gain all right smoking maybe the mother smokes maybe her spouse smokes is there a concern during pregnancy there's a concern for everyone <laughs> not just the baby as long as there's anyone at home you don't want to put your baby in any environment that would increase their likelihood for having any birth defects also for the health of the people in your home so if people are smoking i mean it is something that you would require some assistance with to stop because it's a dangerous habit both for you and for the for anyone who is inhaling your secondhand smoke but definitely for the baby so we don't um, cause any developmental issues brain developmental issues at their birth well, since we're talking about smoking, let's talk about alcohol. Mm-hmm. You know, I socialize every now and then. Wine, champagne. Mm-hmm. Any concerns now that I'm pregnant? Yes. So, I mean, this is something your doctor would definitely let you know. So, we don't want any fetal alcohol syndrome. And that's an issue where your child is born and because of the alcohol you've taken in, causes some sort of brain development, um, developmental issue or stunted growth. So we don't want to put our baby in any way to jeopardize their future. Yes. I work in a high-stress job. I come back home, a small bottle of red wine. I've been told by the doctors that red wine is quite beneficial. It has antioxidants. It relaxes me. I'm able to be calm at home, take care of things, take care of my spouts, and get some rest. It's part of my wellness routine. Well, you can do that after giving birth and after breastfeeding but for the time being there are many many other ways you can relax and calm yourself down your spouse can give you a massage you can deep breathe you can learn to do things that are that relax you i mean coloring adult coloring is very very relaxing if you don't know about this but there are many other ways you can relax and de-stress without putting your future child in jeopardy and so that they can thrive as after birth. Coloring. Color waiting. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like coloring in school. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you didn't, then there's so many other things. Meditation, prayer, deep breathing. Deep breathing. One thing. Laughter. Exactly. Being in a space of love and harmony. Music. Mm-hmm. All right. What are some of the things? Well, 
in terms of nutrition, just share with us some of the key things one ought to do during the journey of nutrition. Just generally, things to look out for, things I should begin to take while I am pregnant. Okay. So there are three factors that, or three things we want to point out that for the importance of maternal and maternal nutrition during pregnancy. So number one is that you want your child to grow and develop well, especially the brain. That is what we're focusing on. Two, you want your child to have a palate for our foods that we eat. You don't want them to have some, you don't want them to come out and then reject the foods that you give them during the weaning stage. And lastly, for that gut health and the immunity. So firstly, few foods that you should always be considering, I'm sorry, nutrients rather, folate. Folate is most important. All pregnant women are aware of this. Your doctor will tell you your B12, but it's also much better to get it from your food and not the synthetic vitamins that are usually prescribed. So foods high in folates, all are leaf- leafy greens, ugu, ewedu, shoko, anything that is green. You can also get B12 from your chickpeas for those who like that in this country. Beans, very, very high in beans. If you can get organic chickens, you know, the ones we call native chicken, very high in B12. So you have also, next you have your um, omega-3 oils like DHA and EPA. Those are excellent for brain development. So you need that for also the eye formation in um, your fetus. You want them to come out and be able to see so where do you get that from your seafood seafood is a very big big source for those then you can also get them from plant sources such as your chia seeds flax seeds very important iodine is another one that's for your brain your child's brain development you can get that from corn iron and vitamin c together very important for your child's the brain as well and blood formation in the child so iron we know our green plantain our leafy greens beef liver but you have to be very cautious of the source the beef liver is coming from and very little amounts because of very very little amounts because of vitamin a toxicity you don't want that in child and you don't want that in yourself vitamin a sorry beetroot 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 is very another good source beetroot is excellent and then we have uh, calcium because your child is forming new bones you have to make sure you too you have enough calcium stores so that you're not leaching out and leaching out and sorry leaching out and you putting yourself for in um, a position where you have weak bones so make sure you're eating lots of okra and you're also getting lots of sun it's very important that you're getting lots of sunlight so that you can absorb calcium from your food and to make sure that your child is it has strong bones and develop strong teeth after they've come out. So let me just summarize what Ayo has just biblically told us. Chop obono and ema pounded yam. Chop begedi yanamala. And all your vitamins and nutrients are there. Finish. Mm-hmm. Of course, vitamin D, sunlight. I love that you mentioned plantains. Uh, we don't think of it as a very beneficial food in pregnancy, but tremendous available um nutrients are available within within plantain fruits that are in season so powerful the body knows what nature but the body and nature are in constant communication because they're one like right now we're into mango season what is mango high in vitamin c number one very high in vitamin c has your e also you have some of your beta carotene too 
tons of the beneficial fiber that she talks about for your gut health. Even the mango skin. But just make sure it's a good mango from preferably an organic source. What other fruit is, is currently um, coming into, into season? Avocados. Way. Loaded with healthy fats for nervous system formation, eyes, um, se se sensory nerves, everything that the fetus needs to develop wholesomely is available in the season. And of course, again, we'll come back to that one of sunlight. Many of our professionals today are vitamin D deficient. They are sunlight, they're in, in sunlight deficit, sunlight debt. And which means if you get pregnant, you deliberately, yes, you may take these supplements, but more importantly, get the real McCoy, the real deal, which is sun exposure. And we say at least 30 minutes twice a day if possible. Not only for yourself, but also for the fetal development. As I rightly said, that child will take what it needs. If it needs calcium for its bones, it will take it from your bones. And your bones will thin out if you don't do things to build your bones, which includes vitamin D, which includes physical activity, and of course, the healthy greens, as she has rightly mentioned. Awesome. Are we taking a break now? All right. We'll come back and take some questions on zero. Studio line is 0814-444-0923. Or the old favorite, 0700-923-923-923. We are not here to prove anything. We just want you to have the best time listening to your radio. Inspiration 92.3 FM. <laughs> Join Prophet BC Olujobi of Wisdom Church of Christ International, K2 Lagos, on Prophetic Importation every Tuesday by 4.45 a.m. to 5 a.m. Only on Inspiration 92.3 FM. Stay blessed. Listen to Fidelity SME Forum at 5.30 p.m. on Tuesdays with repeat broadcasts at 6.30 p.m. on Thursdays as we continue to equip you with insight, skills, and expertise required for building a sustainable business only on Inspiration 92.3 FM. Okay, 0700-923-923-923. If you're on the journey, already pregnant, or heading in that direction, I hope I trust you've been taking notes as Ayo has shared with us some very important components. Yes, we talked a lot about nutrition, but you also pointed out the component of outdoor activities, physical activity. It's really important also. Mental health, we dealt with about, I think, three or four weeks ago. Mental health during the pregnancy process. Tremendous to the health of that child. And what happens to the child post-delivery? Um, of course, spiritual health is important too. Creating the environment that is very conducive for that nine-month journey for both mama and fetus. Even for daddy also. Because daddy's mental health plays into mother's mental health. After you all remember that the Bible says two become one. <laughs> all right. Are there any areas you want to touch on before we wrap up the program, Ayo? Well, before we... Um, summarize everything we've spoken about all i would like to say is that pregnancy before nutrition starts sorry pregnancy during nutrition starts before getting pregnant it's very important that we tidy up our diets 
women who are planning on getting married, sorry, pregnant, you start studying up your diet, start working on your own diet to make sure that when you're getting into pregnancy, it's not a major shock. And you've really started priming your body to be in health to make sure that you can grow and develop your baby healthily. So, if you're a pastor listening or a priest and you run a pre-marriage counseling program, including the program Nutrition for that couple that's about to you know, begin the journey of two becoming one. If you're a parent listening to this program, you have a daughter or a son heading into marriage, looking for pregnancy, please emphasize to them this information for the health of the next generation and the next. I love what you said about the baby will consume what the mother consumes. So if she eats lots of healthy foods while she's pregnant, the baby will develop a taste for healthy food likewise. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So in summary, what you need, it's not very hard. What you need is to go back to our roots, eat our local foods, more leafy greens, more of our local foods, more of our palm oils, coconut oils, more of our fruits in season, vegetables in season, everything in season, as fresh as you can, as organic as you can as well. And by organic, I mean things like our native chicken, um, foods that are grown without these chemical um, fertilizers and pesticides and herbicides. Stick to those foods and just watch yourself, you yourself, watch the benefits you, um, or rather observe the benefits you enjoy and see your own child coming out healthy. And when, as they get older, you won't have all these issues with picky eating and your child saying, I don't want this, I don't want that, when they've already been primed from the womb to want to enjoy these fruits, these vegetables, and these things that you want them to eat. Emma Ohele Amala Bigiri. Oha, Akbu, all our local delicacies and the local fruits also from the Balomors all the way across to the Sour Shops. Ayo, thank you so very much. Thank you very much, Dr. for having me. Wellness Half Hour, delight, honor, privilege to be here every Sunday. Have a blessed week and put into practice everything we learn here. It's our journey together as a wellness family on Family Radio. Stay tuned for Sonic Music with Uncle Sonny.